Last week we finished the final two chapters of Isaiah. It's a book that we began looking together uh, at back in January of this year. And so as we look back over the entire book, what should we take away from our study? Back in January, uh, I preached an introduction to Isaiah. The theme I shared at that time was Judah's holy God will restore sinful people to holiness by his own righteousness and salvation. And I want to adjust that slightly after our eight months of studying Isaiah together, in part because there is much in Isaiah about the nations surrounding Israel and Judah. And so it's not just that God is going to restore sinful people, but also that God is going to bring judgment. And secondly, the servant whom God raises up to accomplish his salvation, Jesus the Messiah, has a very prominent place in the book. So here's the revised theme, a little bit longer, but the Holy One of Israel whose servant brings salvation, will consume the idolatrous nations and purify a holy people for himself. The Holy One of Israel, whose servant brings salvation, will consume the idolatrous nations and purify a holy people for himself. This imagery of God's holiness coming as a flame is something that I see in verse, uh, chapter 1, verses 24 to 31 that Bob just read for us. We also see it at the very end of the book that we looked at uh, last week, where it talks about the fact that all mankind will come to bow down before me, says the Lord. Then we will go, f- and look f- go forth and look on the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me, for their worm will not die, and their fire will not be quenched, and they will be an abhorrence to all mankind. This idea of fire we see, of purifying, of holiness, is throughout the book of Isaiah. It is a fire which, as we see in their scripture reading, purifies the impurities out of the people God has chosen for himself and also consumes in judgment those who stubbornly refuse to repent, both of the nations or even of God's people. And God accomplishes all these things by means of his servant, bringing salvation through him. And so we read chapter 1, verses 24 through 31. What I'd like to do for you now is read a series of other excerpts from the book of Isaiah that I think illustrate this theme for us and will provide for us an opportunity to review back over some of the key points that we have studied together. Isaiah chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. In that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the earth will be the pride and the adornment of the survivors of Israel. It will come about that he who is left in Zion and remains in Jerusalem will be called holy, everyone who is recorded for life in Jerusalem. When the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purged the bloodshed of Jerusalem from her midst, By the spirit of judgment and the spirit of burning, then the Lord will create over the whole area of Mount Zion and over her assemblies a cloud by day, even smoke, and the brightness of a flaming fire by night, for over all the glory will be a canopy. There will be a shelter to give shade from the heat by day and refuge and protection from the storm and the rain. In chapter 6, verses 11 to 13, Isaiah asks, Then I said, Lord, how long will it be that he has this ministry of speaking to people who do not hear? And God answers, until cities are devastated and without inhabitant, houses are without people, and the land is utterly desolate. The Lord has removed men far away, and the forsaken places are many in the midst of the land. Yet there will be a tenth portion in it, and it will again be subject to burning, like a terebinth or oak, whose stump remains when it is felled, the holy seed, its stump. We come to chapter 8, verses 11 through 15. For thus the Lord spoke to me with mighty power and instructed me not to walk in the way of this people, saying, You are not to say it is a conspiracy in regard to all that this people call a conspiracy. And you are not to fear what they fear or be in dread of it. It is the Lord of hosts 
whom you shall regard as holy, and he shall be your fear, and he shall be your dread. Then he shall become a sanctuary, but to both the houses of Israel, a stone to strike and a rock to stumble over and a snare and a trap for the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Many will stumble over them, then they will fall and be broken. They will even be snared and caught. This is right after the unbelief of unfaithful Ahaz and his refusal to listen to God's word. But there is future hope for God's people. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 through 7. But there will be no more gloom for her who was in anguish. In earlier times, he treated the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali with contempt. But later on, he shall make it glorious by the way of the sea on the other side of Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. You shall multiply the nation. You shall increase their gladness. They will be glad in your presence as with the gladness of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you shall break the yoke of their burden and the staff on their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor as at the battle of Midian. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle tumult and cloak rolled in blood will be for burning fuel for the fire. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. And there will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness. From then on and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Isaiah 10, verses 20 through 27. Now in that day, the remnant of Israel and those of the house of Jacob who've escaped will never again rely on the one who struck them, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will return the remnant of Jacob to the mighty God. For though your people, O Israel, may be like the sand of the sea, only a remnant within them will return. A destruction is determined, overflowing with righteousness. For a complete destruction, one that is decreed, the Lord God of hosts will execute in the midst of the whole land. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who dwell in Zion, do not fear the Assyrian who strikes you with a rod and lifts up his staff against you the way Egypt did. For in a very little while, my indignation against you will be spent and my anger will be directed to their destruction. The Lord of hosts will arouse a scourge against him like the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb and his staff will be over the sea and lifted up the way he did in Egypt. So it will be in that day that his burden will be removed from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be broken because of fatness. Isaiah 11, 1 through 5, Then a shoot will spring from the stem of Jesse, and a branch from his roots will bear fruit. The Spirit of the Lord will rest on him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and strength, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what his eyes see, nor make a decision by what his ears hear. But with righteousness he will judge the poor, decide with fairness for the afflicted of the earth. And he will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Also, righteousness will be the belt about his loins and faithfulness the belt about his waist. Speaking of the judgment on the nations, Isaiah 19, 16 through 24. In that day, the Egyptians will become like women and they will tremble and be in dread because of the waving of the hand of the Lord of hosts, which he is going to wave over them. The land of Judah will become a terror to Egypt. Everyone to whom it is mentioned will be in dread of it because of the purpose of the Lord of hosts, which he is purposing against them. In that day, five cities in the land of Egypt will be speaking the language of Canaan and swearing allegiance to the Lord of hosts. One will be called the city of destruction. In that day, there will be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar to the Lord near its border. It will become a sign and a witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt, for they will cry to the Lord because of oppressors and he will send them a savior and a champion and he will deliver them. 
Thus the Lord will make himself known to Egypt, and the Egyptians will know the Lord in that day. They will even worship with sacrifice and offering, and will make a vow to the Lord and perform it. The Lord will strike Egypt, striking but healing, so they will return to the Lord, and he will respond to them and will heal them. In that day there will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria, and the Assyrians will come into Egypt, and the Egyptians into Assyria, and the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians. In that day Israel will be the third party with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing in the midst of the earth, whom the Lord has blessed, saying, Blessed is Egypt my people, and Assyria the work of my hands, and Israel my inheritance. Speaking of the day of the Lord, Isaiah 24, verses 1 through 6. Behold, the Lord lays the earth waste, devastates it, distorts its surface, and scatters its inhabitants. And the people will be like the priest, the servant like his master, the maid like her mistress, the buyer like the seller, the lender like the borrower, the creditor like the debtor. The earth will be completely laid waste and completely despoiled, for the Lord uh, has spoken this word. The earth mourns and withers, the world fades and withers, the exalted of the people of the earth fade away. The earth is also polluted by its inhabitants, for they transgressed laws, violated statutes, broke the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the earth, and those who live in it are held guilty. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and few men are left. Yet there is hope, because in Isaiah 25, verses 6 through 12, the Lord of hosts will prepare a lavish banquet for all peoples on this mountain, a banquet of aged wine, choice pieces with marrow, and refined aged wine. And on this mountain he will swallow up the covering which is over all the peoples, even the veil which is stretched over all nations. He will swallow up death for all time, and the Lord God will wipe tears away from all faces, and he will remove the reproach of his people from all the earth. For the Lord has spoken. And it will be said in that day, Behold, this is our God for whom we have waited, that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain, and Moab will be trodden down in his place, as straw is trodden down in the water of a manure pile. And he will spread out his hands in the middle of it, and as the swimmer spreads out his hands to swim, but the Lord will lay low his pride together with the trickery of his hands. The unassailable fortifications of your walls he will bring down, lay low and cast to the ground, even to the dust." For those who doubt God's word in Isaiah 28, 14 through 22, Therefore, hear the word of the Lord, O scoffers, who rule this people who are in Jerusalem. Because you have said, we have made a covenant with death, and with Sheol we have made a pact. The overwhelming scourge will not reach us when it passes by, for we have made falsehood our refuge, and we have concealed ourselves with deception. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am laying in Zion a stone, a tested stone, a costly cornerstone for the foundation firmly placed. He who believes in it will not be for disturbed. I will make justice the measuring line and righteousness the level. Then hail will sweep away the refuge of lies and the waters will overflow the secret place. Your covenant with death will be canceled and your pact with Sheol will not stand. When the overwhelming scourge passes through, then you become its trampling place. As often as it passes through, it will seize you. For morning after morning it will pass through any time during the day or night, and it will be sheer terror to understand what it means. And now do not carry on as scoffers, or your fetters will be made stronger. For I have heard from the Lord God of hosts of decisive destruction on all the earth. Isaiah 29, verses 22 through 24. 
Therefore, thus says the Lord who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob shall not now be ashamed, nor shall his face now turn pale. But when he sees his children, the work of my hands in its midst, they will sanctify my name. Indeed, they will sanctify the Holy One of Jacob and will stand in awe of the God of Israel. Those who err in mine will know the truth and those who criticize will accept instruction. Yet some continue to reject God. So Isaiah 30, verses 12 through 33. Therefore, thus says the Holy One of Israel, since you have rejected this word and have put your trust in oppression and guile and have relied on them, therefore this iniquity will be to you like a breach about to fall, a bulge in a high wall whose collapse will come suddenly in an instant, like the smashing of a potter's jar so ruthlessly shattered that a shard will not be found among its pieces to take fire from a hearth or to scoop water from a cistern. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in repentance and rest you will be saved, in quietness and trust is your strength, but you were not willing. And you said, no, for we will flee on horses, therefore you shall flee, and we will ride on swift horses, therefore those who pursue you shall be swift. A thousand will flee at the threat of one man, you will flee at the threat of five, until you are left as a flag on a mountaintop and as a signal on a hill. Therefore the Lord longs to be gracious to you, and therefore he waits on high to have compassion on you. For the Lord is a God of justice. How blessed are all those who long for him. O people in Zion, inhabitant in Jerusalem, you will weep no longer. He will surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. When he hears it, he will answer you. Although the Lord has given you bread of privation and water of oppression, he, your teacher, will no longer hide himself, but your eyes will behold your teacher. Your ears will hear a word behind you. This is the way. Walk in it whenever you turn to the right or to the left. And you will defile your graven images overlaid with silver and your molten images plated with gold. You will scatter them as an impure thing and say to them, be gone. Then he will give you rain for the seed which you will sow in the ground and bread from the yield of the ground and it will be rich and plenteous. On that day, your livestock will graze in a roomy pasture. Also the oxen and the donkeys which work the ground will eat salted fodder which has been winnowed with shovel and fork. On every lofty mountain and every high hill there will be streams running with water on the day of the great slaughter when the towers fall. The light of the moon will be as the light of the sun and the light of the sun will be seven times brighter like the light of seven days on the day the Lord binds up the fracture of his people and heals the bruise he has inflicted. Behold, the name of the Lord comes from a remote place, burning his anger, dense his smoke. His lips are filled with indignation, and his tongue is like a consuming fire. His breath is like an overflowing torrent, which reaches to the neck to shake the nations back and forth in a sieve and put in the jaws of the people the bridle which leads to ruin. You will have songs as in the night when you keep the festival, and gladness of heart as when one marches to the sound of the flute to go to the mountain of the Lord, to the rock of Israel, and the Lord will cause his voice of authority to be heard and the, the descending of his arm to be seen in fierce anger and in the flame of a consuming fire and cloudburst, downpour and hailstones. For at the voice of the Lord, Assyria will be terrified when he strikes with the rod and every blow of the rod of punishment which the Lord will lay on him will be with the music of tambourine and lyres and in battle brandishing weapons, he will fight them. For Topheth has long been ready. Indeed, it has been prepared for the king. He will make it deep and large, a pyre of fire with plenty of wood. The breath of the Lord, like a torrent of brimstone, sets it afire. 
God warns the nations in Isaiah 34, 1 through 10, draw near, O nations, to hear, and listen, O peoples, let the earth and all it contains hear, and the world and all that springs from it. For the Lord's indignation is against all the nations, and his wrath against all their armies. He has utterly destroyed them. He has given them over to slaughter. So their slain will be thrown out. Their corpses will give off their stench. The mountains will be drenched with their blood. The host of heaven will wear away, and the sky will be rolled up like a scroll. All their hosts will wither away as a leaf withers from the vine, or as one withers from the fig tree. For my sword is satiated in heaven. It will descend for judgment upon Edom and upon the people whom I have devoted to destruction. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood. It is sated with fat, the blood of lambs and goats, with the fat of the kidneys of rams. For the Lord has a sacrifice in Basra and a great slaughter in the land of Edom. Wild oxen will also fall with them, and young bulls with strong ones. Thus their land will be soaked with blood, and their dust become greasy with fat. For the Lord has a day of vengeance, a year of recompense for the cause of Zion. Its streams will be turned to pitch, and its loose earth into brimstone, and its land will become burning pitch. It will not be quenched day or night. Its smoke will go up forever. From generation to generation it shall be desolate. None will pass through it forever and ever. And yet another picture of hope, Isaiah 35, 1 through 10. The wilderness and the desert will be glad, and the arable will rejoice and blossom like the crocus. It will blossom profusely and rejoice with rejoicing and sounds of joy. The glory of Lebanon will be given to it. The majesty of Carmel and Sharon, they will see the glory of the Lord, the majesty of our God. Encourage the exhausted and strengthen the feeble. Say to those with anxious heart, take courage, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance. The recompense of God will come, but he will save you. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened and the ears of the deaf will be unstopped. The lame will leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute will shout for joy. For waters will break forth in the wilderness and streams in the Arabah. The scorched land will become a pool and the thirsty ground springs of water. In the haunt of jackals, its resting place, grass becomes reeds and rushes. A highway will be there, a roadway. It will be called the highway of holiness. The unclean will not travel on it, but it will be for him who walks that way. And fools will not wander on it. No lion will be there, nor will any vicious beast go up on it. These will not be found there, but the redeemed will walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord will return and come with joyful shouting to Zion with everlasting joy upon their heads. They will find gladness and joy and sorrow and sighing will flee away. When Hezekiah faced great danger, Isaiah spoke this in Isaiah 37. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent word to Hezekiah saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, because you have prayed to me about Sennacherib, king of Assyria, this is the word the Lord has spoken against him. She was, has despised and mocked you, virgin daughter of Zion. She has shaken her head behind you. The daughter of Jerusalem, whom have you reproached and blasphemed? And against whom have you raised your voice and haughtily lifted up your eyes against the Holy One of Israel? Verse 33, Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he will not come to this city or shoot an arrow there. And he will not come before it with a shield nor throw up a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, by the same he will return, and he will not come to this city, declares the Lord. For I will defend this city, to save it for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. And when men arose early in the morning, behold, all of these were dead. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and returned home and lived at Nineveh. It came about as he was worshiping in the house of Nisroch his god, 
that Adramelech and Sherezer his sons killed him with the sword, and they escaped into the land of Ararat, and Esarhaddon his son became king in his place. Again from Hezekiah's life, chapter 38, verses 1 through 8. In those days, Hezekiah became mortally ill. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amoz, came to him and said, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech you, how I have walked before you in truth and with a whole heart and have done what is good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah, saying, Go and say to Hezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of your father David, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I will add 15 years to your life. I will deliver you in this city from the hand of the king of Assyria, and I will defend this city. This shall be the sign to you from the Lord that the Lord will do this thing that he has spoken. Behold, I will cause the shadow on the stairway, which has gone down with the sun on the stairway of Ahaz, to go back ten steps. So the sun's shadow went on the back ten steps on the stairway on which it had gone down. Again from the life of Hezekiah, chapter 39, verses 5 through 8. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Both the days are coming when all that is in your house and all that your fathers have laid up in store to this day will be carried to Babylon. Nothing will be left. And some of your sons who will issue from you, whom you will beget, will be taken away, and they will become officials in the palace of the king of Babylon. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, The word of the Lord which you have spoken is good. For he thought, for there will be peace and truth in my days. Turning again to that future hope, Isaiah 40, verses 1 through 11. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed, that she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice is calling, clear the way for the Lord in the wilderness. Make smooth in the desert a highway for our God. Let every valley be lifted up and every mountain and hill be made low. And let the rough ground become a plain and the rugged terrain a broad valley. Then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all flesh will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, call out. And he says, what shall I call out? All flesh is as grass and all its loveliness is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows upon it. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God stands forever. Chapter 41, verses 10 through 16. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Those who contend with you will be as nothing and will perish. You will seek those who quarrel with you, but will not find them. Those who war with you will be as nothing and non-existent, for I am the Lord your God who upholds your right hand, who says to you, Do not fear, for I will help you. Do not fear, you worm Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, declares the Lord, and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I have made you a new sharp threshing sledge with double edges. You will thresh the mountains and pulverize them and will make the hills like chaff. You will winnow them, and the wind will carry them away, and the storm will scatter them, but you will rejoice in the Lord. You will glory in the Holy One of Israel. The first of the servant songs, Isaiah 42. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, my chosen one, in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the nations. He will not cry out or raise his voice, nor make his voice heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a dimly burning wick he will not extinguish. 
He will faithfully bring justice. He will not be disheartened or crushed until he's established justice in the earth, and the coastlands will wait expectantly for his law. Thus says God the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and its offspring, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will also hold you by the hand and watch over you. I will appoint you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the nations, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the dungeon and those who dwell in darkness from the prison. I am the Lord, that is my name. I will not give my glory to another, nor my praise to graven images. Behold, the former things have come to pass. Now I declare new things. Before they spring forth, I proclaim them to you. Isaiah 43, starting in verse 1. But now, thus says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord, your God, and the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I have given Egypt as your ransom, Cush and Sheba in your place. Verse 11, I, even I, am the Lord, and there is no Savior beside me. It is I who have declared and saved and proclaimed, and there was no strange God among you. So you are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and I am God. Even from eternity I am He, and there is none who can deliver out of my hand. I act, and who, rev and who can reverse it? Reassuring them again in Isaiah 44, 24 through 28. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the one who formed you from the womb, I, the Lord, am the maker of all things, stretching out the heavens by myself and spreading out the earth all alone, causing the omens of boasters to fail, making fools out of diviners, causing wise men to draw back and turning their knowledge into foolishness, confirming the word of his servant and performing the purpose of his messengers. It is I who say as, says of Jerusalem, she shall be inhabited. And of the cities of Judah, they shall be built. And I will raise up her ruins again. It is I who says to the depths of the sea, be dried up and I will make your rivers dry. It is I who says of Cyrus, he is my shepherd and he will perform all my desire. And he declares of Jerusalem, she will be built. And of the temple, your foundation will be laid. Isaiah 45, verse 18. For thus says the Lord who created the heavens, I am the Lord and there is none else. I have not spoken in secret in some dark land. I did not say to the offspring of Jacob, seek me in a waste place. I, the Lord, speak righteousness, declaring things that are upright. Gather yourselves and come. Draw near together, you fugitives of the nations. They have no knowledge who carry about their wooden idol and pray to a God who cannot save. Turn to me and be saved, verse 22, all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is no other. I have sworn by myself the world has gone forth from my mouth in righteousness and will not turn back, that to me every knee will bow, every tongue will swear allegiance. Isaiah 48, 10 through 11, Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake I will act, for how can my name be profane? My glory I will not give to another. The second of the servant songs in Isaiah 49, Listen to me, O islands, and pay attention. You peoples from afar. The Lord called me from the womb, from the body of my mother he named me. He has made my mouth like a sharp sword, and he has, in the shadow of his hand he has concealed me, and he has also made me a select arrow. He has hidden me in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I will show my glory. 
But I said, I have toiled in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing and vanity. Yet surely the justice due to me is with the Lord and my reward with my God. And now says the Lord, who formed me from the womb to be his servant, to bring back Jacob to him so that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the sight of the Lord and my God is my strength. He says, it is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and restore the preserved ones of Israel. I will also make you a light of the nations so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Another of the songs in Isaiah 50, but first God says, thus says the Lord, where is the certificate of divorce by which I sent your mother away or to whom of my creditors did I sell you? Behold, you are sold for your iniquities and for your transgressions. Your mother was sent away. So he sends his servant instead. Verse four, the Lord God has given me the tongue of disciples that I may know how to sustain the weary one with a word. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to listen as a disciple. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not disobedient, nor did I turn back. Isaiah 51, awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake as in the days of old, the generations of long ago. Was it not you who cut Rahab in pieces, who pierced the dragon? Was it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, who made the depths of the sea a pathway for the redeemed to cross over? So the ransom of the Lord will return and come with joyful shouting to Zion. And everlasting joy will be on their heads. They will obtain gladness and joy and sorrow and sign will flee away. I, even I, am he who comforts you. Who are you that you are afraid of man who dies and of the son of man who is made like grass? That you have forgotten the Lord your maker who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundation of the earth. That you fear continually all day long because of the fury of the oppressor as he makes ready to destroy. But where is the fury of the oppressor? The exile will soon be set free and will not die in the dungeon, nor will his bread be lacking. For I am the Lord your God who stirs up the sea and its waves roar. I have put my words in your mouth and I have covered you with the shadow of my hand to establish the heavens, to found the earth, and to say to Zion, you are my people. Another of the servant songs, Isaiah 52 into 53. Behold, my servant will prosper. He will be high and lifted up and greatly exalted. Just as many were astonished at you, my people, so his appearance was marred more than any man and his form more than the sons of men. Thus he will sprinkle many nations. Kings will shut their mouths on account of him. For what had not been told them they will see, and what they had not heard they will understand. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot and like a root out of parched ground. He has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hide their face, he was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely our griefs he himself bore and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was pierced through for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastening for our well-being fell on him. And by his scourging, we are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to slaughter and like a sheep that is silent before its shearers, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered 
that he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people to whom the stroke was due. His grave was assigned with wicked men, and he was with, yet he was with a rich man in his death, because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. But the Lord was pleased to crush him, putting him to grief. If he would render himself as a guilt offering, he will see his offspring, he will prolong his days, and the good pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied. By his knowledge, the righteous one, my servant, will justify the many as he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will allot him a portion with the great and will divide the spoil with the strong because he poured himself out to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he himself bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. This makes possible Isaiah 55. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters and you have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen that you may live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies shown to David. Verse 6, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return to the Lord, and he will have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Isaiah fifty-seven fourteen, And it will be said, Build up, build up, prepare the way, remove every obstacle out of the way of my people. For thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy, I dwell in a high and holy place, and also with the contrite and lowly of spirit, in order to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. For I will not contend forever, nor will I always be angry. For the spirit would grow faint before me and the breath of those whom I have made. Isaiah 58, verses 6 and following. Is this not the fast which I choose? To loosen the bonds of wickedness, to undo the bands of the yoke, and to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? Is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into the house, when you see the naked to cover him and not to hide yourself from your own flesh, then your light will break out like the dawn and your recovery will sp speedily spring forth and your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Isaiah 59, verses 15 and following. Now the Lord saw and it was displeasing in his sight that there was no justice and he saw that there was no man and was astonished that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought salvation to him, and his righteousness upheld him. He put on righteousness like a breastplate and a helmet of salvation on his head. And he put on garments of vengeance for clothing and wrapped himself with zeal as a mantle. According to their deeds, so he will repay wrath to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, to the coastlands he will make recompense. So they will fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. For he will come like a rushing stream which the wind of the Lord drives. A redeemer will come to Zion and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob. Isaiah 60, verses 1 through 3. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness will cover the earth and deep darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. The last of the servant songs, Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives 
and freedom to prisoners, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a spirit of fainting. So they will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Verses 10 and 11, I will rejoice greatly in the Lord. My soul will exult in my God, for he has clothed me with garments of salvation. He has wrapped me with a robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its sprouts, and as a garden causes the things sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. Isaiah 62, 10 through 12. Go through, go through the gates, clear the way for the people, build up, build up the highway, remove the stones, lift up a standard over all the peoples. Behold, the Lord is proclaimed to the ends of the earth. Say to the daughter of Zion, Lo, your salvation comes. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. And they will call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. And you will be called sought out, a city not forsaken. Isaiah 63, 1 through 6. Who is this who comes from Edom? with garments of glowing colors from Basra, the one who is majestic in his apparel, marching in the greatness of his strength. It is I who speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Why is your apparel red and your garments like the one who treads in the winepress? I have trodden the wine trough alone, and from the peoples there was no man with me. I also trod them in my anger and trampled them in my wrath, and their lifeblood is sprinkled on my garments, and I stained all my raiment. For the day of vengeance was in my heart, and my year of redemption has come, I looked, and there was no one to help. And I was astonished, and there was no one to uphold. So my own arm brought salvation to me, and my wrath upheld me. I trod down the peoples in my anger, and made them drunk in my wrath, and I poured out their lifeblood on the earth. Isaiah 64, 1 and following. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as fire kindles the brushwood, as fire causes water to boil, to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations may tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things which we did not expect, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. For from days of old they have not heard or perceived by ear, nor has the eye seen a God besides you, who acts in behalf of the one who waits for him. You meet him who rejoices in doing righteousness, who remembers you in your ways. Behold, <coughs> you were angry, for we sinned, we continued in them a long time, and shall we be saved? For all of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds like a filthy garment, and all of us wither like a leaf. And our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name, who arouses himself to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us, and have delivered us into the power of our iniquities. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are potter. All of us are the work of your hand. Do not be angry beyond measure, O Lord, nor remember iniquity forever. Behold, now, all of us are your people. Your holy cities have become a wilderness. Zion has become a desolation, and Jerusalem a wilderness. Our holy and beautiful house, where our fathers praised you, has been burned by fire, and our precious things have become a ruin. Will you restrain yourself at these things, O Lord? Will you keep silent and afflict us beyond measure? Isaiah 65, some assorted verses, starting in verse 1. I permitted myself to be sought by those who did not ask for me. I permitted myself to be found by those who did not seek me. I said, here am I, here am I, to a nation which did not call on my name. 
I have spread out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in the way which is not good, following their own thoughts, a people who continually provoke me to my face. Verse 6, Behold, it is written before me, I will not keep silent, but I will repay. I will even repay into their bosom both their iniquities and those of their father together, says the Lord, because they have burned incense on the mountains and scorned me on the hills. Therefore, I will measure the former work into their bosom. Verse 13, Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, my servants will eat, but you will be hungry. My servants will drink, but you will be thirsty. My servants will rejoice, but you will be put to shame. My servants will shout joyfully with a glad heart, but you will cry out with a heavy heart, and you will wail with a broken spirit. You will leave your name for a curse to my chosen ones, and the Lord God will slay you. But my servants will be called by another name, because he who is blessed in the earth will be blessed by the God of truth, and he who swears in the earth will, be, will swear by the God of truth. Because the former troubles are forgotten, and because they are hidden from my sight. For behold, I create a new heavens and a new earth, and the former things will not be remembered or come to mind, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I create. Verse 24, it will also come to pass that before they call, I will answer, and while they are still speaking, I will hear. Isaiah 66, verses 1 and 2, thus says the Lord, Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where then is a house you could build for me? And where is a place that I may rest? For my hand made all these things. Thus all these things came into being, declares the Lord. But to this one I will look, to him who is humble and contrite of spirit and who trembles at my word. Then verses 18 through 24, For I know their works and their thoughts. Their time is coming to gather all nations and tongues, and they shall come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them and will send survivors from them to the nations, to the distant coastlands that have neither heard my fame nor seen my glory, and they will declare my glory among the nations. Then they shall bring all your brethren from all the nations as a grain offering to the Lord, on horses and chariots and litters, on mules and camels, to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord, just as the sons of Israel bring their grain offering in a clean vessel to the house of the Lord. I will also take some of them for priests and Levites, says the Lord. For just as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make and will endure before me, declares the Lord, so your offspring and your name will endure. And it shall be from new moon to new moon and from Sabbath to Sabbath, all mankind will come to bow down before me, says the Lord. Then they will go forth and look on the corpses of the men who have transgressed against me, for their worm will not die and their fire will not be quenched, and they will be in abhorrence to all mankind. What response should we have to Isaiah's message? If you love sin, repent now. Isaiah 55 said, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return to the Lord and he will have compassion on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. If you do not know God's compassion and God's pardon, turn to him and receive his mercy today. But if you have received that mercy, if you fear God, then you are to hope in the glorious future that he brings and to call others to that same hope. Remember that to this one I will look, to him who is humble and contrite of spirit and who trembles at my word. So don't give up in following God faithfully. Don't give up while you still have life and while the world yet endures at calling other people to this glorious future that God lays out before us. God's purpose is to establish a holy people for himself as a holy God, he will destroy the very world itself 
purge it, purify it, reshape it to accomplish this goal. So stand with him that you may have nothing to fear in that great day of judgment, but rather welcome the fire then and now that purges you of your sin and of your idolatry, that you may find salvation and hope through God's righteous servant as God calls a people for himself. Let's pray. Lord, as we have looked at what you have spoken through your servant Isaiah, may we profit from considering these words. They are profound words, but may they not be empty words. There are many of them, but may we not forget them easily. Whether you are calling us to repentance or to faithful obedience as your servants, following in the path of your servant Jesus, help us to follow you well. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen.